Hello and welcome to Ron Book Pod, Inclusively Yours. I'm Melinda and Mika could not be with us today, but I am super happy to have guest E.E. Ottoman here to talk to me about our theme of Grumpy Sunshine. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm so excited about this. Yes, and so I wanted to talk to you about our trope of Grumpy Sunshine. But first, just this week, and this episode isn't going to come out for a little bit, but Mm. just this week you revealed the cover for The Companion. Yeah. And oh my gosh, I just want to tell you that it is so gorgeous. Yes. So uh, Viv, who's the the artist, did a an amazing job. It's it's really really beautiful, and I was I was really excited. Um, as I'm sure you know, you know, right now we're seeing this kind of uh, great kind of renaissance moment for um, illustrated covers. And so uh, when I was thinking about what I was going to do for the cover of the companion, I was like, oh, I'm going to get this this really beautiful. I'm going to do a really beautiful illustrated cover. It's so gorgeous and it manages to evoke, um, I looked at the the blurb or whatever that you put on like Twitter, just that really brief, and it was perfect because it's a 1948 setting and yeah. the illustrated cover really manages to evoke that time period. Yeah, no, it's, I am so thrilled to have collaborated with that, that artist on that cover um, and I'm really excited for the book to come out. Was it April, correct? Yes. Yeah. So right now um, it's scheduled for a release in April, April 16th, I believe. Okay. Awesome. So this, this episode will be out before then. Um, Every, all of our listeners should go check out the cover because it's really gorgeous. And I saw it and it has like a, almost like a, the silhouette. That's where I was looking for, but it's just really breathtaking. I wanted to tell you that I just thought it was really gorgeous and I can't wait to read it. Oh, thank you so much. Okay, so I wanted to talk to you just a little bit about the grumpy sunshine trope. Now, is that a trope that you like to read, or is that something that you seek out at all? So this is uh, really interesting when you um, suggested this trope for us to talk about, because um, actually this is not a trope that I read very often. Um, I had a conversation, me and my partner had a conversation about it, and um, actually she reads it a lot more than I do. So, but I have like all sorts of um, interesting thoughts about the whole opposites attract versus people who, you know, are more um, similar in writing kind of that relationship in romance. So, yeah. When I was thinking about it to get ready for this, I was thinking now, because I love Grumpy Sunshine, and I was thinking now, what do I like so much about it? And for some reason, I, it had never occurred to me that it was like a different, just a little bit different of the opposite of the track. And then all of a sudden, I was like, oh, duh, that <laughs> it's just another form of that. So yeah, that's interesting. I know. What do you like about, um, or do you like opposite the track? I do like opposites attract. You know, I don't consider myself somebody who writes it necessarily a lot. Um, although I'll be interested to hear, you know, if if you think that I do as a reader. <laughs> um, but uh, as a reader, you know, when I read romance, I do like opposites attract. I think that that's such a great kind of um, dynamic of having people who are 
who understand their world in kind of through a very different framework or express their emotions in a kind of a different way, trying to like communicate with each other and figure out how to find common ground. I am really interested in kind of dynamics in romance where characters are coming from kind of very different backgrounds and like trying to navigate these kinds of like life differences and like find this middle ground between different experiences. So yeah, I I do like reading Opposites Attract. I don't know, but like, I don't know whether or not um, a lot of the books that I read would fall into the kind of grumpy, sunshiny dynamic. I kind of think of that as like a very specific thing to me. I do too, because I think when I think of Opposites Attract, I guess I think more of almost like I don't know, almost like an artist and like an engineer type Mm -hmm. getting together. Um, And then Grumpy Sunshine for me is very much um, not angry, but like very, very specifically um, has an outlook on life that is just generally like does not like people and does not really want people around and generally is closed off. And then you have a sunshiny character who just um, is gregarious and outgoing Um, And then the two get together. And I think that what attracts me to that is that I can see a lot of that in like the real world where Mm -hmm. or introverts and extroverts getting together. And that's a specific subset of the opposite attracts that I think I really like. Yeah, no, I think it's like a very realistic relationship dynamic, you know, like I can think of all sorts of people, both in romantic relationships and then also like friendships in real life um, that have that kind of introvert, extrovert dynamic. You know, like me and my sister, for example, she's, I tend to be much more introverted, much more serious and introspective, and she's much more like gregarious and outgoing and stuff. So yeah, I think like that's sometimes in romance, right? We have tropes that are like, work amazing in romance and are really compelling but you're like do I actually know what this happens in real life you know like maybe maybe doesn't but I think like this this character dynamic this relationship dynamic is actually really true to a lot of the relationships that I can think of in real life yeah I think it's very true like my co-host Mika and I are, are good friends and she is very outgoing and very extroverted and I am very much an introvert and would very much prefer to just be like like, hmm, over here in my corners. So mm-hmm. I think it's very much a real life thing. And I think that's something that a lot of people are um, drawn to in yeah. books. And so with your book, Doctor's Discretion, so first of all, I loved it. I love this book. And um, it's been recommended to me a million times. And I picked it up and I read it. And so it's close to being grumpy sunshine for me. But so Dr. William Blackwood, if our readers have not read this book, first of all, go read it um, and then come back and listen. But Dr. William Blackwood, he is close to being grumpy. He's very quiet and maybe not grumpy for me, maybe just the more reserved, mm-hmm. um, liking the more administrative details of doctoring and um, organizing. And so I think that for me, he just kind of came off as that that side of things and kind of analytical. And so I think that that is where I was thinking about that in the first part of the book. It definitely changes over time. And I think that is um, how Grumpy Sunshine works. Those dynamics work in most of those books. Mm. Well, definitely like when, when um, 
when you first connected that trip to the doctor's discretion, even though I hadn't necessarily, I, uh, you know, to, to be honest, I was not thinking of that trip when I wrote this book. Um, but once you kind of made that connection, I was like, well, I can definitely see because um, William is definitely an introvert, right? He's definitely like more introspective. He's more serious and withdrawn and, and a person who kind of is is more comfortable and kind of like more rejuvenates themselves by like being alone and working, you know, more in more of a isolated setting and things as opposed to Augustus. He's very much an extrovert, right? Not only just like more outgoing, but also more kind of like he likes working in hospitals. He likes working with lots of people. You know, he has a background of military service where, you know, he was working and collaborating with other doctors and officers and things like that. So I can I think that it's definitely falls into that introvert extrovert relationship. Right. So maybe just more close to the um opposite track than Grumpy Sunshine, maybe. And I really, uh, I like both the characters. I like William because um, definitely more like me. And then Augustus, <laughs> I just love how um, opinionated and full of passion he was. Yes. He was just very committed to um, what he wanted. And I just, I really liked him. And then um, there is a subplot of helping the trans patient Moss and, um, I, I love Moss as well. I know when I was looking through um, reviews, there was a lot of people who were like, oh, we love Moss, and we wish that we could read more about Moss, <laughs> which I love because I was like, um, yes, here for Moss. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. You know, one of the – he's also a character that I really, really loved to write. And I still do. I still have plans to come back. Um, originally, I had planned there to be a sequel to this book. Um, and I still do plan to come back and write that sequel. And I think that that sequel, or at least this, the sequel I had originally planned for this, that I hope to one day write, um, does focus more on Moss, because I think that he is just such a great character. Oh, I yeah. Oh, my gosh. I think that a, I would love it, and I think other people would love it, too, because he was very compelling. I really like that subplot a lot and just um, reading about him and that time period and reading about um, it was really timely just reading about it because at the beginning, like, um, William was burnt out um, from the cholera epidemic. Um, yes. It was very timely because I read it a couple months ago, and I was just like, Oof, it just hit me like because of everything going on right now, just hearing about how exhausted he was from dealing with actual patients. Mm -hmm. and it was just very timely to read. And it's not like it concentrated on that. So it wasn't like exhausting or anything to read about, but it was just it very timely to read about doctors um, feeling like that at this time. Yeah. You know, I, I originally, I think the book originally came out in 2016. And so obviously, you know, like I had no idea that we would be living through the moment with COVID that we're living through now. Right. I've definitely like thought about that um, aspect to the book has, you know, has come up as we've 
we've been seeing all of this stuff. And I think that, you know, it was a real thing that I wanted to reflect in kind of the history of medicine, this kind of uh, emotional and psychological toll that doctors and medical professionals went through when they, you know, lived and worked through an epidemic, which which or a pandemic, which unfortunately happened a lot more often in the 18th and 19th century than it has more recently. And but yeah, that just like took on a whole new tinge with the fact that we're we're seeing that real life consequence now um, in our medical professionals. Yeah, I just really thought that was um, really well done. And then um, Augustus, I just want to mention is disabled, which I always am looking for disability rep. So mm. I was really happy to um, see that there was disability rep and it was so well done. So, cause he lost his arm serving. Um, so, cause he was an ex Navy surgeon, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. So I think that this was um, probably closer to opposite to tract, but I still think that it was towing the line of grumpy sunshine for me. So I just thought this book was excellent. So um, do you think any of your other books come close to grumpy sunshine? Oh, you know, I was thinking about this. Um, I think that I was almost, I would almost say a matter of disagreement, um, which is definitely a rivals to lovers or enemies to lovers. Oh, okay. I have that, not heard that one. Yeah. So that really was the trope that I kind of tackled in that book, but the main character, Andrea, who is very, very prickly. Um, and so in that way, I think he is much closer to kind of that stereotypical grumpy character. But I think that it kind of might not be as close because the the love interest in that book, uh, Gregory, is maybe not as sunshiny as you would kind of want for the grumpy sunshiny trope. He's um, maybe more kind of confrontational. Um, and so like when Andrea, who's the main character in that book, gets all kind of like prickly uh, <laughs> and, um, you know, like aggressive, you know, um, Gregory just like comes kind of and gives kind of more insane, I guess, <laughs> <laughs> um, or in kind. So, um, but it's definitely, it, it's definitely uh, rivals to lovers or enemies to lovers if you're, you or, or anyone else is into that trope, which okay. is one of my personal favorites, so. Yeah, I'm a big fan, so. <laughs> okay, and do you have any um, book recommendations that you think would fall into the grumpy sunshine category? Yes. So when I was thinking about this, uh, the one that kind of immediately popped into my head is uh, K.G. Charles's short story, The Ruin of Gabriel Ashley. And I think like, um, which is a short story, kind of a spinoff of the Society of Gentlemen series. I love that series. Yeah. And I think that like Ash, who is the main character, 
in this short story and is a is a side character in the on in the main society of gentlemen books um is very kind of like bubbly and he's outgoing and he's real like a glass half full kind of a person and then his partner um and love interest in the the short francis is very kind of like standoffish and serious Um, And actually in this short, Ash thinks that Francis really, really hates him (laughs) because he's been like so cold and standoffish every time they've met. But spoiler alert, it's a romance. So he actually. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I think that short story is probably um, I love it. I would highly, highly recommend it. Um, I love all of KJ Charles's stuff. So and the Society I, of Gentlemen was my um, introduction to KJ's writing, and uh, I read everything. So amazing! So good. Yeah, it's really, really kind of for me one of the gold standards of queer historical romance. Uh, I just love everything that she writes. So yeah, I definitely would agree. So I don't think I've read that specific one though, because you said it was a short story. Yeah, it's a short story novella um, that is kind of, it's not, it doesn't fall directly into the chronology of Society of Gentlemen, but it's about the same characters. Okay. Yeah, I remember hearing the the title, but I don't know why I haven't read that. So I will immediately be buying that. So thank you for that. Okay. Do you have any other recommendations? Um. I think that's the one that I kind of feel like okay. would essentially represents this trope that I, that I would recommend. Excellent. Okay, so I have a few. Um, so recently, um, I don't know how to say her last name. Alexandria, I think it's Bella Floor. She came out, I think it was her debut novel last year, Written in the Stars. It's mm-hmm. this really cute um, female-female romance between um, Darcy and Elle, and it is, like, quintessentially grumpy sunshine, um, because Darcy is, like, this buttoned-up actuary, and she is so grumpy, um, and Elle is this uh, social media astrologist, which sounds random, and it really is, but um, <laughs> she's pure sunshine and just looks on the bright side of everything, and there's fake dating, and they just do not really get along, um, mainly because Darcy does not believe in astrology and Elle doesn't understand why Darcy is so grumpy. But it's really, really cute and um, it made me want to read more Grumpy Sunshine because I was like, oh my gosh, apparently I really like this trope. But it's, the cover is super cute. It's also like illustrated and um, it was, almost positive it's her debut but it was really good and it was on a lot of the like best of list last year so mm-hmm. highly recommend that one and then um chase verity who i'm always recommending on the show because i just love chase they have a new one coming out actually by the time the episode comes out i think it will have just come out it's called how to be good um, it's between Ryan Goodwin, who is a talk show host, and it's just loud and outgoing and very gregarious. And then um, Daryl Stanley, who is a high school English teacher who just wants to be like private and, you know, quiet and doesn't want to talk to anybody. And 
he's basically like, why is this like, you know, public figure talking to me and trying to film this like talk show in my space Mm. and like not interested in being in the public eye. And it's super like grumpy sunshine dynamics and it was really cute. And I just love, like I said, everything Chase writes. They have a really um, interesting voice. They've done a little bit of everything. They've done some fantasy, some paranormal, some contemporary. So I'm always interested in everything they write. And then the last one that I have to recommend is uh, Scoring the Player's Baby by Naima Simone. She writes like super steamy stuff. And this one has um, content warnings for pregnancy and mentions of pregnancy loss, just FYI. But this one has, uh, obviously there's a baby in it because, you know, scoring play player's baby, there's um, secret pregnancy. But there's uh, Ronan, who is this like um, gregarious, super outgoing guy. And then Kim, who is, uh, she has been hurt in the past. So she like hides her heart. And they generally do not get along, but um, they have, like, really great banter, and it's super steamy, and um, I just really like Naima's voice, too. She writes um, a whole bunch of really great books, and this one was, like, the epitome of um, Grumpy Sunshine, so... I just think those three are really good and I would recommend um, starting there for anyone who is looking for Grumpy Sunshine. That kind of... um, they're all contemporaries, but they have like different like heat levels and different um, voices. I felt that would be a good start for people who are looking for this trope. So I think those are a good start. Um, but I really think that now I'm thinking a lot about Opposites Attract and Grumpy Sunshine and how those intersect. <laughs> but those are all my recs. Um, so and then we have that really good one from KJ Charles as well. Um, do you have anything else to add about Grumpy Sunshine? I don't think so. I just think this has been so fascinating, you know, to think about this particular relationship dynamics, but then also, like you said, kind of that larger uh, relationship dynamic of opposites attract. Yeah. So thank you so much for suggesting it and having me on to talk about it. And did you... Um, Let's see, did you want to have our listeners be able to find you on Twitter? We can link that in our um, show notes and everything. Sure. Yeah. So you can follow me um, at Twitter um, at a cosmos machine and we'll, you know, link it um, or just look for E.E. Ottoman. We will definitely do that. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's been fabulous. And this has been Romba Pod, inclusively yours. Happy reading. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of Rom Book Pod, inclusively yours. If you like weekly recommendations for inclusive romance, please take a moment to subscribe. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest at Rom Book Pod. That's R-O-M-B-K-P-O-D. Thank you for joining us, and until next time, happy reading.